1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Hello, Backpacking and Blisters family. This is Derek Summerell, and alongside me today is the only man who's ever had the entire backpacking community of international proportions. I'm talking every backpacker in the world did a, a an online uh, a movie for this this man, and uh, it was in tribute to his to something that he struggles with his, his entire life. And the movie, which was acclaimed, which was, uh, you know, won awards at the, uh, the Cannes Film Festival in France. I mean, this is huge, you guys. The movie is just simply called Shoulders. <laughs> by the story of Carl Mandrioli. Shoulders. Wow. Amazing wow. movie, dude. And nice, nice job. And I just, just impressed that everybody took part yeah. in that. You know, they, the, legend, the legend grows. It really does. I feel like you had a plot, you had characters for that introduction. Shoulders. I like it. And with me is the only man to follow every law in existence and still can be considered a rebel, Derek Somerville. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. I will take well, that. Well, I was, I was tasked with giving you a positive one, and I think... Was it hard? Was that... Was that hard I kinda, to do? I kind of you know use what? your format. We'll, we'll see what Todd says. I use your format. So it's a little what? bit of, of theft okay. there. And and I committed to one episode, so I think I'm going to move back to my old style in the other episodes. But <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it painful? No, or, no, 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 okay? because, because right. it relates to our topic today, which is the backpacking bylaws, which we'll get to momentarily. I only have one tidbit today. So um, I think it was a couple weeks ago I put the, the trailer for a movie that Chris Mead is coming out with called Highline on our uh, mm. Facebook page. Have you seen it yet? Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> okay. I haven't been on today. I haven't been on today. Yeah, it's been on a couple weeks on the Facebook. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'll just say it. <laughs> I'll just say yes. How about that? <laughs> okay. So it looks. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. It looks I've really good. It. I'm really impressed. They, in the trailer, they actually show the uh, the mountains of camera gear they brought along with them, and I can only imagine the thousands of dollars that kind of dwarf our meager oh. camera budget. Seriously. So I was a little, a little bit jealous. And then his style of uh, storytelling is actually what I wanted to, kind of this, the way that I wanted to set it up for next year, kind of going all in on a movie next year. He kind of just, um, he kind of just took it. 
And yeah. I don't think I can compete because I think it's going to be better than ours. <laughs> it's not. Look, Carl, it's not a competition. It's about creating art. No, like for shoulders. Sure. No, Take shoulders, that, for example. That's exactly my point yeah. is that I don't want to create something that's already been created, right? Yeah, well, you know. I got to be original. Just look. Just look at shoulders. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, it sounds like you already can come up with the plot lines and characters just off the cuff. So maybe, maybe, maybe you're going to be the uh, director of this next episode. It's it's really not that. That's not the hard part. The hard part is getting quality footage. Is the hard part. That is true. Harder than you think. Um, anyway, that's only t- that's the only thought I had. I'm, I'm actually really excited to see his movie and a little bit jealous at the same time. So there you go. Derek, oh. what is the yeah. difference between a bylaw and a regular law? Well, the regular law is, you know, the one you got to follow. The uh, the bylaw is the ones you say goodbye to because you don't have to follow them. <laughs> <laughs> which I think is going to happen this episode, which is... Yeah, yeah. Perfect. That was a good one. I like that one. <laughs> you, bylaws of backpacking. Are you complimenting yourself on your response? I, I was proud of that. That okay. was off the cuff. So I, the actual um, answer is still pretty funny too. It's a wait. It's a rule made by a company or society to control. The keyword here is control the action of its members. Are you wanting to create bylaws for our own group? Is that why? Well, we talked about this in a previous episode. Like maybe we need to come up with some bylaws so that we can, I guess, like micromanage people so that there's not any sort of um, issues. Where we basically here's the good. No, I was going to say this. It's I agree with you. But it's like here's it's like the the double edged sword, right? Yeah. You don't want to come across as like a Nazi, like here's the rules, you gotta follow them on our trip. But at the same time, you know after years of experience the things that will and can go wrong. Right. And you just want to avoid those things. And so it's okay if things you know, go wrong on the trip. I, like you know, you even like embrace when things go wrong. Well, not, I don't I don't mean like wrong. I, I'm thinking like little things that are just annoying on the trip like things going wrong is one thing like you know um just not following the gear list and just packing way too much junk is another thing that could be avoided it's just annoying i think that that, you know there's okay so there's two parts to this you want to avoid what you're saying is like annoying things where you might actually have some resentment towards some people that are going with you and then you want to obviously (laughs) avoid the altogether trip failure where the trip is simply ruined as a result of a member or members because mm. sort of you haven't kind of given them the ground rules up front or in this case, the bylaws. And so I think it's fair just to put these out there and people can kind of pick and choose and say, yeah, maybe, maybe we should talk about this beforehand. So that way we can avoid any catastrophes or, you know, annoyances as you'd put it. Mm. Is that fair to say? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, of course, obviously if things go wrong in a bigger way, I, I do enjoy that. Um, I don't, look to create it but i do enjoy it when it happens but you know there's a lot of little things that you can just avoid like i i made your i made my trip my first trip very difficult my death march trip because there was no gear right. list i wasn't really sure what to bring da, 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 you know so and, yeah and and i think the bylaws can also so. kind of relate to the, the the trip organizer the trip leader for sure exactly but just so you know the, the list yeah. that i came up with was actually in direct response to things you've done over the years not really. Not really. Wow. <laughs> I was no, say, that's I think a that lot, the people wow. that really caused a lot of this stuff um, don't go with us anymore. But the, I think these are things you could easily just true. kind of put like at the bottom of the gear list and be like, hey, just kind of be mindful of these things, and we're going to try to 
you know, just kind of be aware mm-hmm. of this and then hopefully it, it works out. Obviously there's some circumstances where, where you kind of have to go with the flow and that's okay too. But I figured if we can have some ground rules, what would these ground rules be? So we independently came up with some and we'll go back and forth. And then I'm going to, I think we should either agree that these should be a part of the, bi- the backpacking bylaws or we can kind of share why we disagree. And then okay. people can pick and choose and create their own backpacking good. bylaws and come up with, the, with their own, of course, and feel free to give us feedback about that. We're happy to, to jump in some more. So I'll jump in here. I'll jump in. Um, my first one is, is I, I kind of labeled this bylaw as do your part. And I mean, what I mean by that, it's, it's kind of multi-layered. Like know your role? Not really know your role. It's like do your part in the sense of like, do okay, like you're driving up, um, you know, we've talked about this. You got to pay for your portion of, you know, let's say you're driving six, seven, eight hours or flying or whatever. You got to pay your portion for gas. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're bringing somebody new, make sure that they're ready to go. That's kind of your responsibility we've talked about. And then kind of in camp, you know, do your part as far as like contributing to, you know, like whether it's starting a fire, filtering water, um, starting to boil the water so you guys can all have dinner in a timely fashion, setting up tents. Like what's your part? It, it, it could rotate, but just do something to contribute. Don't just, you know, be a bum. And Sounds like you combine like a lot of different ideas and just put it, like kind of lumped it all into do your part. There's really, it sounds like there's three separate So I'm done. That's there. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is like, it's a, all. that's a big law. It's like do your part, in my opinion, because... So if you had, like, imagine somebody's reading this or, like, going for the first time, and it says, do your part, what, like, are they going to be, what are they going to be thinking? Well, they're going to think it's really clever, because I'm going to have, like, sub points of pay gas money when you're supposed to, uh, prepare. Okay, so you get pull points. Prepare your newbie and contribute during camp. Boom. There you go. Okay. So I had some similar ones, which is, which I had separate. Good for you. Like, pay for your share of the trip. We've, we've kind of, I think... Yeah hashed and rehashed that to ad nauseum. I yeah. I also had contribute to at least one task, kind of like a camp chore or trail chore. So that yeah. whether that's like you're the water filtration person, you're cooking, you're the tent person, whatever, exactly. like do something. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just meander and take a nap. No. I mean, yeah, obviously right. if you had a rough stretch on that leg and you feel like garbage, then I think most people would understand, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And I think that's why I said you got to be flexible. So if people are, are really suffering through the trip, mm-hmm. then the thought would be like if they go on another trip, then maybe they're going to kind of you know know to expect better and be a, a bigger contributor. But right. if they have the ability, they should contribute. So so I guess I'm, I'm in agreement with, with what you've said so far. Yeah. And the only difference is I didn't have anything about, yeah. I, well, I had... I had down, I guess, you were responsible for the people that you invite, like people that are new to the group, right? Yeah. Making sure they're kind of up, up to speed. Yeah, we've things, talked so. about that, you know, like making sure that they know yeah. what to expect from a trip that we go on and what's, you know, right. that, that kind of stuff. So. Okay. So taking your first one, which is really three separate ones, I that kind of crosses off some from our list, which is good because that means that we kind of are on the same page with things. Mm. This one we've talked about recently. I don't want to talk about it too long, but basically, you have to you got to be willing to give up or to take gear depending upon the circumstances. So if you're struggling and you're holding the group back, you got to give it up. Got to give the group the the gear up, whether it's the group gear or whether it's more than that. And if you're feeling good, 
I think that you got to be the one offering. I don't think mm-hmm. it's up to the trip leader to be like, hey, would you be willing to take some of this person's gear? I think you'd be like, hey, I'm feeling good. Give me that. Right. And then you just take it. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. And that's, and like we talked about before, a lot of that comes down to pride. Like, I know for myself, it was difficult because I'm like, no, oh, man, I know how crappy I feel right now. I can't give you guys my gear because then you're going to feel. You know, and and right. and fast forward ten, twelve years in the future, like here I am, um, along with a, a lot of us, were like, hey, you know, let me take some of your gear because I understand that feeling of what you're experiencing to some degree. Uh, right. Let me let me lighten your load, if you will. So, uh, the person that I've been going with, the one of the people I've been going with the longest, mm-hmm. honestly, has the hardest time with giving up the gear because this person is typically one of the stronger members. So, right. when there are moments of weakness, and there's there hasn't been haven't been many but when there are like this guy is like simply unwilling like it's almost like offensive to ask right and so you gotta it's kind of a, a humility play right yeah, where you gotta be willing to touch and go to d- play, and go. play your role right. yeah my next one was um don't leave the group and go solo unless you let somebody know or you discuss it with you know one or more of the people or the the leaders quote unquote of the group um now i know okay. there's there's portions of the trip where like i like to go up, you know, up ahead a mile or fall back, a, you know, half a mile or something like that. Um, but at the, what I'm kind of gearing towards is like, you know, don't just like peel off and then not tell anybody where you're going. Don't stop at junctions and just, you know, assume we know where you're going. And I just think okay. that is an invitation for something bad to happen eventually because uh, you're creating a bad habit. You know what I mean? So, right. Uh, yeah. So scenario then, which has happened, where we had two guys sort of peel off. They were they were the fitter guys, and so they wanted to just charge up this hill, which was a few miles long. In grizzly bear country, where we had talked about staying together in at least groups of four to for safety purposes, because we knew that nobody had ever been attacked in a group of four or larger. This one's this one still bothers you. Uh, and rightly so. Well, no, no, no. well, I already kind of addressed it. I, I'm just wondering, it, does, does that kind of go into that same rule? I think would, yeah, I think would fall into like you know. I mean, it's well, again, like you're going into a, a specific park like Glacier National where you have a, a, an extra amount of bears, so to speak. So I think that would be wise to you know. Oh, hey, the you know the ranger was telling us like don't go in groups less than four, and this is why. Right. To me, that's like an easy thing to do, and it's it's like a smart thing to do. And okay. why wouldn't you do that? I don't know. So, all right, let's just let's just do a quick role play then. So let's just see how because this is your bylaw. So I'm the guy okay. that does this. I shoot ahead. I've been just kind of lounging for a while. You finally make it up the hill, and I have broken this bylaw, even though you clearly communicated this to me before the trip. Mm-hmm. And I'm just lounging there, and I just look up to you. And I'm like, man, that took you a while, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna say? I'd be like, I guess I won't see you on the next trip, bro. No, um, I, <laughs> that's what's. I mean, that's what's. This is why we bring this up. This is because we got to talk about this type of stuff. This is what we failed at last trip, you and I, uh, because stuff like not not like this, but stuff happens where you're like you have to have a clear cut way of handling stuff like this, and. Uh, it's hard because you're confronting somebody who's just like not adhering to the safety guidelines or, or quote unquote bylaws to make the trip right. go smoother. And I think in that case, I think phase one is always like pull that person aside, have a little heart to heartage. Hey, dude, stoked that you made it up. But hey, 
can I just like throw some <laughs> drop some knowledge on you? Like, hey, we we try to do this because we want to keep people safe. Well, just kind of level with the person in a loving way. Yeah, I think that I think that. Um, well, first of all, you didn't really role play there. You just kind of just talk about what you would do. You didn't really actually <laughs> live in the moment. Would, that's okay. Would slap you. Um, well, the, the knowledge has already been dropped. They they were clear violators, or me in this circumstance was a clear violator, and I just wanted to do what I wanted to do. True, so, but as you know, and you know what, in the end, nothing happened, so it worked out for me. True. <laughs> as you know, though, people don't. Okay, let's take your gear list for example. People, you have fine tuned that, written it, readjusted it for years, and people still don't read it. You know what I mean? Like people still just like ignore like, oh yeah, I thought I had what I, yeah, I'm sleeping bag. Arr, I should have brought that or whatever. Right. right. So, you know, people still don't read it. So for me to expect everybody to read this, these bylaws all the time would be kind of f- foolish, but it would be nice, but it'd be foolish. So I, I, I don't know. Do you give them like one free pass? Do you give them like one, like, Hey, let me just like holler at you and just, what do you do in that situation? Well, I was just trying to figure out how you're going to role play this. And so I'd be like, if you're going to give them the free pass, no, then no, no, it's not say, a well, no, I wouldn't free pass you. Like I would go up to the top and be like, I would say, hey, Carl, um, stoked that you, you know, are a champion and made it up here. It's really cool. Glad you're having a good time. <laughs> Sensing some sarcasm. <laughs> no, 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 I would be genuine. Like <laughs> I'm not genuine now, but I'm, I'm stoked that you're the best hiker ever and are way faster than me. <laughs> when I get up to the mountain, I would I would try to be genuine. Obviously, it's harder now because we're having fun with this, but. I'd say something effective like, hey, man, I'm glad you're having a good time. You're really crushing it out there, blah, 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 something like that. And then I would say, hey, just wanted to remind you, like, you know, the reason we put these, quote, unquote, like, you know, bylaws in the in the thing we gave you guys before the trip was for these reasons, um, you know. And, and then at that point, kind of try to level with you about why that's important and then see how you respond. How would you respond? Yeah, I, yeah and I think that... Definitely, if it's a scenario where they need to be reasoned with and uh, rational with, I think that's appropriate. Now, if they are reasonable people and they simply like just wanted to do what they wanted to do, I don't. I think that's right, redundant right. at that point. So, at that point, I think there's. I think you just got to go with like the consequence level. Like, just you know, maybe drop your group gear and just walk away and make them carry it. <laughs> Steal. Put a rock in their back. That's pretty fair, right? There you, there you go. Oh yeah, there you go. Punishments, punishments like on it. the trail. Punishments. Well, I'm sure no we'll get to that point. Okay. okay. So that was yours. Yeah. Um, you can you keep on talking about the gear list. I'll go with my gear list one. This one's simple, and it kind of references what you just talked about. Adhere to the gear list, and I think I have some specific, like a specific example that we've recently run into is um, when something says waterproof, that does not mean water resistant. <laughs> that means waterproof. <laughs> <laughs> so typically that's an issue with like the jacket and that's an issue I think almost every year. So yeah, if you, yeah, adhere to the gear list. And so if, if you encounter some issues because your jacket's getting soaked through, then too bad for you. <laughs> Ouch. That's harsh. <laughs> that's harsh. Um, well, I don't know. What do you do? What do you do at that point? You don't have, we don't have extra jackets to pass out. I mean, no, you got to take. Yeah. You, you got to stop the trip, and you got to you know warm the person up if it's an issue. Right. Like I thought I was going to have to do that to you last trip during that lightning storm, mm. and uh, mm. thankfully you topped it up. So good job. Uh-huh. Tipped it out. Anyway, yeah. So that's, uh, that one I don't think is is too com- complex. Just adhering to the gear list. Um, All right. What else yeah. you got? My next one is is uh, if you're a newbie or a second year on the trip you have to be willing to have your bag potentially look through 
for okay. crazy gear that you're bringing. Uh, because we've talked about this at length, you know, the importance of, uh, you know, why it's important to not bring all this extra gear that you don't really need. And I'm still not good at that. I can't, I just feel weird, especially if it's somebody I don't know. Now this this, ha- this happened just a couple months ago. It's hard. It's really hard. Like, could you, could that actually be a bylaw? Would that actually be a bylaw for us? Could we actually follow through with that? I, I think know. that I think this is where you you go back to you're responsible for the person you invite. So that person's got to be the one that goes through their bag. The problem with that is, what if the person that's going through their bag really isn't good at packing themselves, and so you don't you know it's kind of, I don't know it's it can just be a problem. I, I actually had somebody willing to let me go through their bag a couple months ago in Tetons, and I started to and I was like. And I said no to like, I think one item, like the camp shoes. Mm-hmm. And there's other things where I was like, Hey, you know, he spent some cash on some of this stuff, like a camp chair, or like, you know, backpacking right. chair, whatever. And so right. I, and you know, he had like a solid cotton hoodie, but he was a, you know, like maybe he needed, I don't know. Like it was weird for me to be like, you can't take that. And yeah. I, so, so I agree with yours. I just am telling you, I don't have the self-confidence to actually pull that off. That's tough. It's really tough. Maybe I think you I would charge for, that. You can be in charge. I th- <laughs> you just bury your head in the sand. I'll do the hard work. Uh, no, I think I'll I would. My head, I'll be like Derek. Come on, come on over here. <laughs> hey, can you look through this guy's bag and tell him what he can't bring? Uh, I think I would just try to look for stuff that we either have duplicates of, like if he brought a stove, if he brought like extra shoes, like I did, or if he brought like five pairs of pants or something. Like, dude, you, you don't need all this. Um, right. can you be dirty for like two days or three days? Is that doable? I don't know. <laughs> you know? But that one's a work. That one's, I think always going to be a work in progress. So it is. And I think that, I think depending upon who your trip planner is, that's easier for some than others. And I just, yeah, if I don't know the person very well, like I'm just not comfortable with that. Now, yeah. if it was, and I'll, it's just different people. Like, you know, somebody gets cold really easy and they have, you know, they've got a fleece and they got a vest and they got a jacket. It's like, do you need all those things? Well, I don't, but maybe they do. That's, that's a true. that's a good one. I think it's like you said, it's a work in progress. Yeah, so I like that true. one. But you got any more? Okay, so this one is tough depending upon the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Injury or personal failure, just whatever exhaustion, does not equal group failure unless it's a serious matter, whether it's like illness. Or whether it's like we're talking like tendons and bones and things where it's just like you're incapacitated. Okay. 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 You, you twist your ankle. You, you know you you have shoulder problems. <laughs> whatever you want to do. Yeah. Like it is okay for you to return to this railhead. There's unless you're like bush planed in somewhere and you you don't have any other options. Like like we both have experienced yeah. this. Where where you know one person fails and the group fails as a result, and it's not fair. <laughs> But that's life. That is life. But this is the whole point of the bylaws is to prevent this kind of thing from happening. <laughs> you can't prevent twisting an ankle or breaking a foot off. No, no, no. The breakage is a different issue. What I'm saying is is that right. they have to be prepared to, to understand, like, if it's possible for the rest of the group to push on, then the rest of the group's going to push on. If it's possible for you to go back to the trail either by yourself or with somebody helping you, one person from the group, then that is going to be... An option. It's not going to be that. True. If you have like true, four people. All four don't need to return unless it's something serious, right? Okay, that's that's true. However, we learned this year how grave an area that can be, and like how difficult that can be to be like. You know, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep going. Um, right. That's what I'm talking about. You got to be flexible. 
Yeah, and you got to figure out, like, you know, if somebody has a serious issue but they can still move, do you let them go back by themselves? Because we had other people in the group be like, well, I, what if something happens to him and he can't move at all and then he has right. nobody? Like, maybe I'll go back. So, yeah, again, again, the flexibility is are they on a, a well-traveled trail? Are they How close are they to the trailhead? Right. If You know, how remote are we? And so, yeah, I think that either the trip leader or the person that invites that person has to be willing to go back with them and either not... <laughs> finish the rest of the trip or somehow meet up if there's kind of some trail options to do so. Yeah. And let me encourage the reader or the listeners to, if you guys have a story like that where you had to turn around or, or end a trip or something like that happened, put it up on the Facebook. We'll talk yes. about it. Or send us an audio clip. Audio clip. Yeah. You've already sh- um, we've both shared some and you shared one, you know, about the yeah. bachelor party where the guy had the Ugh, yeah. injured knee and he had that beforehand. So it was like bound to happen, like that kind of stuff. So I was thinking about that when I, when I put this on there, because then if people have like a pre existing injury where they're like, I'm probably not going to make it then right. maybe they need to, you know, declare that ahead of time and be like, maybe this is not the right place for me then. Or maybe we need to modify the trip so that everybody can make it. All right. I got, I got one that applies to everybody. Okay. And this is a growing um, skill. You have become very adept at this skill. Okay. But if the, the bylaw is if you're going to mooch, you got to mooch with class. Okay. And what I mean by that is like you can't just be – blatant about mooching because you're going to get that rep as a mooch and you don't want the rep as a mooch because who wants to go on a trip with a mooch which which comes to my point of like you are very subtle at your mooching mm. and you do it with class and you do it with you know style so I'm aware of that I don't know if the rest of the guys are aware of that and I'm not going to rat you out because I'm trying to up my mooch game as well so okay. you know mooch with class guys we talked about this in the um, shaving weight and sneaky slash devious ways that by doing so, you're technically helping the other person, Derek, by relieving some of their weight. So, uh, I I, yeah, so I'll agree with that one. And we'll say kind of to be continued on that. We'll see how that plays out this year. Would, that, not, would, that, be like a, would that be like a secret bylaw? You know, like, you know, like mm, I don't know if everybody... Everybody has like certain restaurants where like there's the menu and then there's like this secret menu right. Right, of secret items you can order. It might be one of those bylaws. Are you suggesting yeah. that if you give somebody like a hard copy of the gear list, which has like a copy of the bylaws at the end of the gear list, that maybe this one is in like invisible ink? Correct. Correct. Lemons and heat? Uh, your term, not mine. However. To reveal it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, exactly. We'll go with that. Okay. I'll play it. Yeah. Okay. So I, I you, you kind of fed that one out for fun, and I got I got one like that too. But before that, I, I have one that like I've kind of changed my tune on a little bit. Really? And we we've talked about this before. This idea of stopping at junctions. You actually brought that up already. But I think that if you have a, a relatively large group, then you know what? Like that can actually add quite a bit of travel time to the um, to the day. Right. And so I think that as long as you have a navigator in each group with a map or with the GPS or some sort of something like that. And you, and everybody's clear on where they're going. I think it's okay to proceed past the junction. If you have an adequate person that's kind of going to take charge of, you know, the first group and the second group and so on. So I think stop at junctions unless you have that circumstance is my, yeah, that's a good, bylaw. I like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. After all these bylaws, I thought I'd throw the verse in at the end. John one seventeen. for the law was given through Moses Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. 
And so I think that with all of these laws we have in place, like we're obviously not going to be super sticklers to this. We already talked about the being flexible. And so there's going to be times when we're, where, yeah, grace is going to play a role. And we're not going to be hammering out kind of the Old Testament law and, um, and try to be pharisaical about it. We're just going to, you know, like it's just kind of meant to be kind of some ground rules, things to consider and keep in mind before we actually go. So Yeah, it's good. I like that. That's my nice. thought. Okay. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Trivia. Ready for the trivia? Let's do it. Okay. So since this is like a law-based episode, I thought, you know what? Let's look at some bylaws or regulations from a place that we're kind of unofficially planning on going next summer, North Cascades mm. National Park. Mm, Washington. Washington State. So I've got four it. questions for you that I okay. have come up with. They are all multiple choice, and they Whew. are all based upon the bylaws of North Cascades. Okay? Because as we know, right. you know, national parks have different regulations. So is there, there's going to be a Bigfoot one. Can you get two out of four? I'm going to ignore that question. Can you get two out of four, Derek? <laughs> I can get two out of four. Yes. Here we go. Number one. <laughs> That's good. One is prohibited from carrying a gun, A, inside the park, B, inside restrooms, or C, inside most facilities or facilities. Facility. Uh, I'm going to say... Oh, I'm going to say inside restrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Inside facilities. I think you were facilities. not kidding. You were laughing, and then you realized that that was not right. Facilities. Facilities. He's correct. Facilities. Yeah, you can bring it inside the park, but yeah, certain facilities, I'm guessing most of them you can't bring it inside. Well, you got to bring it in the park if there's Sasquatch. I mean, mm, it's obvious. Fair point. Fair point. You know. 
Number two, you need blank at all trailheads. A, a parking pass, <laughs> B, a copy of a trail permit, or C, nothing. I mean, I'm obviously leaning toward a trail permit. Okay. However, oh, I'll say a trail permit. Okay, so you feel like there's probably somebody there who's guarding the trailhead who's like, if you want to go, show me your permit. Although maybe it's different. Maybe it's different. Well, I'm just thinking. Versus somebody um, who's like just checking your windshield. Oh, what like tra- wait, I misread pass. it. No, 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 I'm, I'm just, I just missed it. Trailheads, not trail on the trail. I thought you were thinking, I was reading okay. it as on the trail. Le- I'm going to say okay. nothing. I'll say nothing. So changing his answer again. Uh, see, nothing is correct. Some places <laughs> actually do require the parking pass, <laughs> but you know what? Not North Cascades. Thank you that for that. That's a, one easier step. Huge. Number three, backpackers are required to carry bear canisters for blank backcountry uh, campsites. For some backcountry campsites, for all backcountry uh, campsites, or for no backcountry campsites, A, B, or C. Oh, you know, I, I just hate bear canister questions. I know, that's why you keep bringing it up. Um, kind of beating this dead horse. It's a good question. I'm not, I don't really know. Okay, I'm, I want to, I'm going to be optimistic. Okay. And just say no. All right. So I did some research. I None. feel like earlier this year, and I thought that was the right answer, but it's actually for some of them, letter A. I so. And okay. so we got to make sure we avoid those or claim ignorance if we actually go to those. Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, or we got mixed up. <laughs> edit, edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> okay. Uh, number number four. Last so one. Two, two out of three. Two out yeah, of three. Sort of two out of three. Okay, last one. <laughs> <laughs> when traveling in Sasquatch territory, visitors may go. not have A, apples, B, booby traps, <laughs> C, a camera that provides only shaky footage, <laughs> or D, skepticism. <laughs> Ooh. This is not like says- in all parts of the park, just in the Sasquatch areas. Obviously, apples are okay. I mean, okay. if I'm bringing the apple necklace. Uh, camera that provides only shaky footage. We're going to ixnay that. I'm going to say skepticism. That is correct. So leave yes. your skepticism at home, my friend. You have to leave it at you gotta home. you got to be open-minded. And w- Would you bring a booby trap? Uh, I, so sort of. Type. I'm bringing a trap camera to, you know, to film the apples that we're going to hang on the trees so that, that way if they get taken, we can see... You know, if, if it was a Sasquatch, basically. Does it have, like, image stabilization? Because mm, I'm not, we want... My funding for this is not very high, so I'm guessing we'll have it fixed either on, like, a tripod or, or a different tree in case that tree is shaking when they're trying to get the apples out of it, if this were to actually happen. And so that way the camera itself is not shaking. So One, one more question about yeah. that. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, if a Bigfoot actually comes into your camera view... Okay. Do you, on a scale of one to ten, ten being the most similar, one being not similar at all, is he? How similar is this Bigfoot going to be to the one in Harry and the Hendersons? Oh, I think it's like one hundred percent the same. So ten, you're just yeah. ten out of ten, straight <laughs> up. Wow. Okay, it's let's just do like, what if. I know we were so far out from this, but just for fun, what if? Okay. What if like we do? Let's let's say let's just I'll just kind of play the role of like it looks like a Sasquatch, maybe some other animal. It crosses our trail. I'm leading the way. It's, I don't know, 20 yards ahead for me. What yeah. do you think I'm going to do? I think you're going to want to get it on film. Yeah, so what, what, what do you think I'm going to do? It's like cro- it's crossing the trail. It's gone off into the you know trees, bushes, whatever. You're not going to go chase it? You're not gonna go I'm go asking what you think I'm going to do. Get, I think you're going to go chase it. I'm going to get after it, yeah. 
Of course. Right. You're going to get the camera out. It's going to be in your hand already. So you're just going to, you're going to be that guy. Right. And you know what's going to happen if I chase it with a camera out and it's filming? What's going to happen? Shaky footage. Shaky camera footage. So I'll have to be, uh, yeah. That's terrible. (laughs) Terrible. More on that later. I'm sure we're going to kind of rehash this throughout the year. Carl's bound to prove it. So I appreciate your enthusiasm. I, I will say all right, so. when you when you do your uh, blurb at the end, don't don't do a Sasquatch one. Let's save some of those for the end of the end of the There's no, I, I have no Sasquatch one. I have. You have one. We'll find out, guys. Thanks again for joining us on another podcast. Uh, we encourage you to go on that pod app, scroll down, leave us a five star review, or leave us some feedback. We'd really appreciate it. And remember, guys, it is not backpacking unless there's several blisters and a Sasquatch along the way. Take care. So, guys, I know I know most of you have seen Shoulders, uh, the movie, the, the the tale of Carl Mandrioli, but there's a there's a sequel coming out. And uh, it's already getting heavily acclaimed awards. Uh, I make a cameo. Be excited. It's just simply called Shoulders McMooch. And it's just diving in to the life and the, the style of Carl's backpacking. So look forward to it. I'll send you out some links. Peace. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.